Welcome to the Punk Rock Preschool Podcast with your host, Mr. G. For those about to learn, we salute you. Hello, party people. Thank you for joining us today on the Punk Rock Preschool Podcast, where we are changing the world one classroom at a time. That classroom is your classroom. I'm your host, Jared Geller, Mr. G, and we have a great episode planned for you today because today we will be talking about giving every student in your class responsibility by choosing classroom jobs and classroom helpers. Now, I imagine most, if not all of you, have classroom jobs in your classroom already that teach your students responsibility, and they also make the day run a lot smoother because you got all these kids helping you out, getting things done, so you don't have to switch every light switch on, and you don't have to collect every piece of paper and every crown. Your students are learning to take care of the classroom, take care of their friends, take care of themselves all through these jobs. So in this episode, I'm going to go over 31, it's a nice little number, of my favorite classroom jobs, some of which are classics, you know, like line leader and door holder, and others are ones that I made up, like the hypnotist and the valet. So if you want to learn more about jobs like that and all the jobs in this episode, you're going to hear them all, and you can pick the ones that work best for you and your class. So every student ends up having a job and one that they're going to do every day and learn from. So let's get into it. There is so much to get done in the classroom in the day. Like I just said, you you don't want to have to pick up every single piece of paper, every crown. You don't want to have to hand every single one out. You don't want to have to check all of the centers, check all the tables, do all these things. That is energy that you should be spending on helping your students learn and fall in love with learning. So there's so much to get done. Lighten your load and give students a lot of that responsibility. And at the same time, teach them responsibility. Teach them how to take care of themselves, take care of the classroom, take care of other people's things, take care of their things. These are all really important life skills, really important socio-emotional and developmental skills that can be really easily passed along through having classroom jobs. But how do you find a job for every student without overkill? You know, give them a job that they will actually perform more than one time in a week. So like in my classroom, you probably heard me say that, maybe you haven't, but we didn't really do the calendar time very much. So Nobody wanted to be the calendar helper. And, you know, if you don't do the calendar every day, like I, you know, I didn't guilty, but then your kids aren't going to want to be the calendar helper if it's going to be totally up in the air, whether they're going to get to perform their job or not. Same thing as like a coat check. You know, if somebody's taking the coats, but you live in sunny Southern California and it's August or it's September or something, it's still warm out. Nobody's wearing a coat. So that wouldn't be a great job. That would probably just make your students feel like they don't have much of a job at all. So How do we have a job for everyone? That's why I have a list of 31. Hopefully your school does not put 31 preschoolers in a classroom, but if they do, here's a job for everybody. So we put together the list, best jobs that students can actually perform, and then we're going to go through each aspect of your day where you need help, figure out where the help is needed, and then give a student that job to help you with that area. So the hallway, you know, what kind of help do you need in the hallway? Class maintenance, like centers and tables and cleaning, things like that. Carpet time or circle time, where are your helpers there? Uh, Arrival and dismissal, where are your helpers there? Nap time, if you're doing nap time, who's helping you out at nap time? Who's laying down the mats? Who's turning off the lights? Who's doing all that stuff? Recess, do you need any helpers at recess? And then food time, so snacks, cafeteria, breakfast, any of those kind of things. So the way that we assigned classroom jobs was using popsicle sticks. And I'll explain that in a minute. And you guys can use flip charts or pocket charts. uh, if that's how if that's how you roll i didn't really love pocket charts because i just thought they took up a lot of space so i ended up using these job posters that i would 
Velcro to the back of my door. And so we had all our jobs up there. And then I would write every kid's name on a big popsicle stick and have Velcro on that. So I could just pull them out randomly and stick them right there on the job. Didn't have to write and erase with a white whiteboard marker or anything like that. This was really easy for me. And if you check our freebie, go to punkrockpreschool.com slash 022. You can get all of those little job posters that I made. And if you like a lot of these jobs, then you will have a little poster to put up in your room and you can just assign your kids either by writing it in, laminating it, writing it with a whiteboard marker, or doing what I just did with the popsicle sticks, writing kids' names on the popsicle sticks, putting a little piece of Velcro on the back of it, and then putting a little piece of Velcro on the job so where it says door holder, got a little piece of Velcro underneath that and just stick the popsicle stick right there. Super simple, super fast, assigning jobs randomly, fairly, and well, that's the way I did it, but do what works for you. So that brings us into our mindset shift, which is not that much of a mindset shift, which is old mindset, each student has a classroom job. New mindset, each student has a classroom job that matters. So that, you might already have that in place in your classroom. I'm not saying you don't, but like in my class, when we first started doing jobs, I would have jobs up there that some kids would just never get to do. Like I said, the calendar helper, if we weren't doing calendar all the time, the coat check kind of thing, Those, or door greeter. I wasn't very good at keeping up with a door greeter, stuff like that. So make sure that if you're going to give out a classroom job, make sure that it actually has a use and, and kids get to do it frequently enough to practice it and learn the responsibility that goes with that job. So why should every student have a job that matters? Because what's the point of a job if you never get to do it? You won't learn the responsibility, like I just said, that goes with it. So that's why we need to make that mindset shift. All right, let's get into the strategy. So I already kind of went over them saying, where are the areas that you could use some help, where you could use some classroom helpers, some student assistants? And those areas are things like the hallway, the classroom maintenance, carpet time, things like that. So strategy number one, we're going to get into hallway procedures. So what are your jobs for hallway procedures? You've got your line leader who leads the line. They set the pace. They follow directions. They do the procedures. So I never did bubbles and buckles because, you know, if you guys can remember to do bubbles and buckles, you can also remember to uh, just walk quietly in the line and, and keep your hands to yourself. But if you do bubbles and buckles and stuff or anything like that for line leaders to help the rest of the line remember the procedures and remember how to walk, then make sure that your line leader knows those things down pat and they can be a leader. Then job number two, the door holder, who usually second in line and holds the door. Pretty simple. Job number three is the quiet captain, which is like a hallway monitor. They could give stickers or the quiet stick or whatever it is. There's all different things where they can go around and look at kids that are sitting out waiting to go to the bathroom. If you're taking your class to the bathroom at, as, a, as an entire class, they can just kind of walk along with your line. If anybody's walking special, especially quiet, they can give them a sticker or give them the quiet stick to whatever it is, some sort of recognition of, hey, this person's doing a very good job. And your quiet captain is the person that gets to recognize those people. Then you can have a recess roundup, job number four, recess roundup, which is somebody who just helps the students line up. You know, when they hear the whistle or whatever it is, when it's time to line up for recess, they can count the kids in line, make sure everybody's here. They can just make sure that it, their entire class is ready to go, ready in line, waiting. So that's a good little job to have to help you transition from recess back into school. And then the caboose, the back of the line, who I like to have the caboose try to make sure that the line doesn't stretch out the length of the entire hallway, which I'm sure... Many of you have seen, I mean, I've seen, I've seen it plenty of times, even with all these jobs. Sometimes my line would stretch out so far. So the caboose can do their best to tell kids, come on, keep up, you know, keep up with the person in front of you. Although if the front of the line starts stretching, then caboose isn't going to do their job in that way, but that's not their fault. Anyway, 
you know what the caboose is. It's just a good job. They get to do it. They're at the back of the line. Next set of jobs is the classroom maintenance jobs. So we just went through one line leader, two door holder, three quiet captain, four recess roundup, five caboose. Now we're on six, the materials manager. So the person who hands out the materials, hands out the crowns, the glue stick, the scissors, the pencils, whatever you need, you give this person the stuff to hand out and they go and hand it out at the tables. Then you've got the centers inspector. So that is job number seven, who make sure the centers are clean and put away nicely and put away the way that you want them to. So if you have pictures up of your centers to show students how what a clean center looks like, this inspector is going through and making sure that the centers look like those pictures. So the block center, the dramatic play, the table games, the science center, that is their primary focus. Any other centers that you may have. I have a separate job for the library. So let's hold off and for the writing center. So let's hold off on that for one second. So the center's inspector, they check and they inspect and they make sure that everything's put away nicely and the classroom looks awesome. Like I just said, I'll get to the writing center. So the marker manager manages the writing center. If you have expo markers, whiteboard markers, those caps, they can get left unclicked quite often and those markers dry out fast. And they're not exactly the cheapest markers in the world either, especially if you got lots of random colors, which I like to have, then you don't want those markers to dry out. So assign a student to check the markers, make sure all of them are clicked. And if they're not clicked, make sure to let us know so we know that I might take a marker away. You know, if, if the pink marker wasn't clicked, I would say, oh, I think we need to spend some time without the pink marker for now. And then whoever was using that pink marker will think twice about it next time when they, when they click it. And then you don't have to call everybody out on it and say, who did this? But if you do find markers that are totally unclicked afterwards, then you can talk to the marker manager to try and fix that problem because getting those markers dried out is a problem. It definitely is. Job number nine, I think we're on. Yes, nine. The trash collector who collects trash from the tables and under the tables and just, you know, brings the trash can around and puts the trash away. Pretty simple. The zookeeper, if you have a class pet, which I highly recommend getting a class pet, even if it's like a class fish, the zookeeper can feed the class pet and take care of the class pet. The cleanup crew, different than the trash collector, the cleanup crew can be one or two kids and they are in job for like the janitorial duties, which are not fun, but I wish somebody taught me to do stuff that wasn't fun but they have to do, you know, you have to clean stuff. You have to sweep, you have to dust. It's not fun. I don't like doing it. But if I was taught that it was just a fact of life as a kid, I probably wouldn't mind doing it so much. Now it's like a total hassle. So I don't want my kids to feel like it's a total hassle. It's, an, it's a responsibility. And so that's what we're teaching these jobs for. Cleanup crew, sweeping, wiping off tables, dusting stuff. Not that they're going to be dusting that much, but janitorial kind of duties. That's the cleanup crew. Librarian, I said I would get to this too. You can have two different jobs for the librarian. In my classroom, the librarian kind of kept quiet during the read aloud time. So if kids were started talking or started messing around during read aloud and I didn't want to interrupt the book, the librarian's job was to kind of, shh, hey, pay attention, talk, tell them that kind of stuff. And the librarian also can keep the library quiet during center times and make sure the books are put away nicely and all that kind of stuff. If your library is set up in a place where it's designed to be quiet, sometimes your classroom isn't big enough to allow for you know, a separate area of the library away from the blocks or away from some other louder center. So if that's not the case, then don't worry about keeping it quiet, but the librarian can make sure the books are all put away nicely and put back where they belong. And then you can have a botanist who would just water class plants, which again, like the class pet, highly recommend getting these class plants because it's easy and it's a good way to teach responsibility. So these, all of these different strategies so far in the classroom maintenance, materials manager, centers inspector, marker manager, trash collector, zookeeper, cleanup crew, librarian, botanist. They all teach kids to take care of classroom resources. And they teach kids to take care of not just 
classroom resources, but their resources, and that if they don't take care of them, other kids aren't going to have the opportunity to play with them. The Tragedy of the Commons, which you can hear more about in episode 13. So you can have a conversation when things are put away poorly. To have someone to have a conversation with when something's put away poorly like that, instead of you know yelling at the whole class saying, oh, I can't believe all these markers are left undone, or I can't believe these crowns are broken, you can just talk to the person who's in charge of that stuff and say, okay, you know, I don't know what happened here, but let's make sure it doesn't happen again. How can we fix that? So you can use these things as an opportunity for growth, not as a punishment. Like messy kids, put them on the cleanup crew once you can trust them. You know, and the kid who leaves the caps off the markers, put them on marker duty once you can trust them. So it may require a little extra monitoring, but it's worth it because there's growth and you're going to learn a lesson from it. Okay, let's review real fast. Number six, materials manager. Number seven, centers inspector. Number eight, marker manager. Number nine, trash collector. Number 10, zookeeper. Number 11, cleanup crew. Number 12, librarian. And number 13, botanist. Next set of jobs are for the carpet time or circle time. And these jobs are number 14, the conductor who leads and chooses the songs that you sing as a class. And that's usually when you're singing a song like the Days of the Week song or the Month of the Year song where there's no help from any audio because that job is by number 15, the DJ, who will play audio on YouTube or a CD for Brain Breaks or any other class music that you have. And they also can turn on the nap time music if you have music that goes on for nap time. So that's the DJ. They handle all the audio stuff. The conductor, they handle all the class singing stuff. Then you've got job number... 16, the calendar helper who goes over the calendar. And then job number 17, the meteorologist who goes over the weather and what to wear in different weathers, things like that. Job number 18, the attendance taker who will count the kids in the class and figure out who's here and who's not. And then job number 19, the flag officer who holds the flag during the Pledge of Allegiance. These are all pretty cut and dry basic jobs. And you probably have a few of these, if not all of them, in your classroom already. And, you know, we didn't use all of these jobs in, in my classroom. But nonetheless, they are still good jobs to teach responsibility. And they help kids learn confidence and leadership because they're standing in front of the class and they are presenting to their friends. And they are, from that, they're learning public speaking skills. They're learning confidence. They're learning how to stand in front of a crowd and to deliver a message. And those are all important concepts, especially for kids to learn because they shouldn't be afraid of those things. Definitely shouldn't be afraid of them. Let's go over them again. 14, the conductor, 15, the DJ, 16, calendar helper, 17, meteorologist, 18, attendance taker, 19, the flag officer. So the next group where you're going to use some help is the arrival and dismissal. That's where you could use some classroom help, of course, because arrival and dismissal can be a little hectic. For arrival, you've got the coat check, which I already mentioned. If you don't have coats, you're not going to have this job. Don't have this job if you don't, if you don't have coats. But if you do, it is a good job to have. They hang up the coats in the morning and they hand out the coats at the end of the day. You know, you actually learn something about the kids with, with the jackets and the backpacks by knowing what their jacket and their backpack is. If there's some sort of character or something on it, then the kids are like, oh, they, they relate to that kind of stuff and start conversation about it. So helping them understand whose stuff is whose is actually kind of cool for friendships. So in that regard, 21, the valet, which collects the backpacks and hands them out at the end of the day. Not exactly a car, but I like the name valet with the little backpack. So that's what I called it. Then you've got your door greeter. Not exactly a rival, but for when other people arrive to your class, who welcomes class guests into your classroom, they speak in complete sentences, and you can have your little introduction, whatever it may be. Hi, welcome to our classroom. We love to learn. It can be something that builds on the culture. It can be, hello, you know, how can I help you? Welcome to our classroom. Welcome to Mr. G's classroom. Whatever you want to do. It's all, it's all up to you. Obviously, it won't be Mr. G's classroom, unless your name's Mr. G, which is pretty cool. <laughs> so next one is the secretary who collects homework folders and other papers that are coming back to school puts them in your homework folder box or your homework folder bin 
So every student hands them their folder and they make sure that everybody put their folder in the bin. So that's the secretary who collects homework for folders and other papers that come back to school. And then you've got the messenger who delivers messages to the office or to other teachers. And this is obviously gonna be a pretty responsible kid. And hopefully you have work for them each week. Like I said, that's 20 coat check, 21 valet, 22 door greeter, 23 secretary, 24 messenger. These all provide people skills, saying thank you. You know, when students hand them their backpack, they say thank you. Thank you for your backpack. Thanks for taking it. They can learn manners from all this stuff, from backpack, homework, jacket, the valet, the coat check. And then they welcome guests with complete sentences as the door greeters and as the messengers. And all these jobs help build responsibility and build those people skills and those interpersonal communication skills that are so important. Next up is nap time. And here you've got the electrician, which is job number 25. The electrician obviously turns the lights on and off. The hypnotist, who if you do nap time, I have a little hypnotist who lays down those nap mats and hands out any blankets that kids might bring in themselves. The alarm clock's job is to wake everybody up from their nap time. And then the mat collector, which is job number 27, collects the mats, obviously. But these are also more people skills, laying down the nap mats and handing out blankets, that kind of stuff. And there's a certain level of like gentleness that comes with the alarm clock job where you have to wake kids up, but you don't want to be, hey, wake up, wake up. You know, you don't want your kids shaking everybody doing that. You want to say, hey, wake up, be very gentle, how their moms and dads will wake them up, that kind of idea. And that is a cool relationship builder, actually, where kids really do treat each other very, very delicately and very empathetically, thinking I wouldn't want to be woken up all crazy, so I'm not going to do that to other people. So it's a good perspective-taking tool and a good way to teach valuing others' feelings. And now the last strategy is for food and number 29, the milkman or the milk girl who when you go through the lunch line and students are picking out their milk, they ask, what kind of milk do you want? Do you want chocolate milk or regular milk? And then they hand the milk to each student in the lunch line and another great way to practice manners and people skills, all that kind of stuff. Same thing with the snack vendor, job 30, the snack vendor who hands out afternoon snacks if that's something you do. If you don't do snacks, this won't be a job that you have. But if you do, have a student hand out the snacks. And job 31 is the sanitizer. The person who will squirt hand sanitizer on everybody's hands before and after meals, before and after or after recess, to keep everybody's hands clean and everyone germ-free and the classroom germ-free. This obviously teaches health and learning about people skills in general. And then you've got a few other jobs. If some of these didn't fit, you could have boy and girl bathroom managers. So a boy that manages the boys' bathroom makes sure boys go in, go out, no messing around, no throwing water, nothing like crazy. Same thing with the girls. And then you could have table inspectors. If the trash collector isn't enough and you want to have a table inspector as well, you could have a table inspector. That's a job. And then this is one of my favorite jobs beginning of the year was the school that I taught in was mostly Hispanic. And a lot of the kids came in not speaking fluent English or some not speaking any English at all. And I would need a little help, especially my first year. And, and even in my second year too, because I took Spanish in high school. My Spanish is pretty good, but it's not great. <laughs> and, and there's some there, there's obviously some language barrier in some places, so I'd have a translator. I mean, that's a lot of responsibility, but my translators, they would love it. You know, they would stick by my side and they would help me understand when kids needed needed my help with something and I couldn't quite understand, at least in the first couple weeks before. I mean, it would only take a couple weeks for a lot of these kids to learn English fluently, which is incredible. But the translator is just another job to add to the 31 that we already listed. All right, let's run off the 31 real fast, as fast as I can, just so you guys have a quick overview. So one, line leader, two, door holder, three, quiet captain, four, recess roundup, five, caboose. That's all in the hallway. Then for your class maintenance, six, materials manager, seven, centers inspector, eight, marker manager, 
9, Trash Collector, 10, Zookeeper, 11, The Cleanup Crew, 12, The Librarian, 13, The Botanist. Then you've got your carpet time, circle time job. So 14, The Conductor, 15, The DJ, 16, The Calendar Helper, 17, The Meteorologist, 18, The Attendance Taker, and 19, The Flag Officer. Then you've got your arrival and dismissal helpers. So 20, The Coat Check, 21, The Valet, 22, The Door Greeter, 23, The Secretary, 24, The Messenger. Then you've got your nap time jobs. 25, the electrician, 26, the hypnotist, 27, the alarm clock, and 28, the mat collector. Then last, you got your food. So 29, the milkman or the milk girl, 30, the snack vendor, 31, the sanitizer. And then you've got the other jobs, the boy and girl bathroom manager, table inspectors, breakfast managers, and the translator if you want to build them in. So what are the changes you can expect to see? Well, first, go to punkrockpreschool.com slash 022 and download our freebie, which is a list of all these classroom jobs and posters for you to hang up in your classroom with these classroom jobs so you don't have to do any work. If you like what you heard and you don't want to take a list and take notes on all those different jobs, you got it. It's already covered for you. Head to punkrockpreschool.com slash 022 and get our freebie, the classroom jobs. Now, the changes you can expect to see after you do that and you give your students these important jobs and you pick the best students for the jobs at first, then you can start helping students who need the growth. So you're going to see that growth. You're going to see smoother days with you got all these helping hands that are now in your class. You're going to have quiet halls and fast transitions, which means more time for learning. You're going to have clean and maintained centers and a clean classroom, which means less aggravation, no clutter, less stress. And then you're going to have your students just showing tremendous responsibility, teamwork, and building that class culture all through this collective effort where everybody's working together, everybody's doing their job, so the whole class benefits. And those are all things that you're going to see in your classroom when you put these meaningful and purposeful jobs into work. Thank you for listening, and I hope you are one step closer to making the classroom of your dreams come true. Please follow us on social media. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and our email list and receive our freebie by going to punkrockpreschool.com slash 022. Get printouts for all these classroom jobs right now. Please leave ratings, comments, and thoughts below. If there's anything you want me to discuss on future episodes, please reach out and let's work together to change the world one classroom at a time. Until next time, keep rocking.